Good afternoon. Oh, hello. Welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. My name is Gemma. We do. My name is Chippy. I'm very musty. You're musty. I'm having a bad day. Do you want to tell everyone why you're musty? So, I don't know if I've mentioned that I've moved house. You haven't actually. You've been really good about it. Yeah. So anyway, I've moved house <clears throat> and um, I'm obsessed with unearthing as many period features as I can in the house, right? So I was faffing and um, one of the kitchen lino tiles was a bit cracked. So I did that thing where you like peel up one corner and it was like, I, it, I could, I, I almost, I actually said, I could weep with joy. They were the words. <laughs> now. <laughs> when now I just um, as I unearthed the little corner of you know them like tiny terracotta tiles yeah and I was like oh it's the original kitchen and I had like images in my head of Downton Abbey and Mrs Bridges and all them lot sat around eating their muffins and um so I carried on and I said to Mike I actually did say I was very good I said to Mike now look this is risky there's a reason why there's lino over these tiles. I said, it could be, there's a structural problem. Or it could be a structural problem. Well, you know what I mean. Like they were covering it up because it was unsightly, wasn't aesthetic underneath there. Or yeah. they just didn't like the period features. I looked to Mike, Mike looked to me, and we decided to take the risk. And it was all going... Did, so did you, or did, did you just... You'd already made that decision, hadn't you, Gemma? Yes. But don't pull Mike down into this. It was all going really well. Um, one half was beautiful all the time, and then the other half was going to be described as a shit show because um, <laughs> the original floorboard suddenly stopped, and then there was then there's just concrete. So now we have got a kitchen floor that's a third beautiful terracotta tiles, a third concrete that they've painted terracotta, and a third floorboards. It's very bijou. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Gonna take it all off. Yeah, have to now. Take it all off, clean it. Yeah. Live with it. Live with it. Gemma Bray. Um I mean what things happen at sea. Well, I know. I mean, but um I was very quite philosophical. I was I was a gambler I was going to take, but what was funny was I was as I was peeling, I was smudging at the same time as I was peeling tiles. Right, looking with your sage. Mike was like, "Look, oh, it might be, it might, might be someone buried under here." So I'm like, "I'll smudge." So I'm smudging, and then Mike's like, "These smudge sticks are cannabis, Gemma." Now I have never ever in my life smelled cannabis or had cannabis, so I couldn't say. But to me, it just smelled herby, like you yeah. know, like sage. It smells to me. It smells like roast chicken. It smells like sage. But, <laughs> that's definitely not weed. I think uh, special smudge sticks are the only way to get through the current situations. Have you got the chickens yet? No, got the egg. It took me four days to get <laughs> myself up to eat a chicken egg from the actual chickens. But I'm over that now. Okay. I feel like I know. I know whose bottoms they come out of. Isn't that better than a stranger's bottom? Mm. Does it hurt them? Um, I don't know, because you can't ask a chicken. <laughs> I mean, I think probably not. I think your body's probably designed, it's not like giving birth. 
your chicken body is probably quite well designed to I read somewhere you... legs were malleable until they hit the oxygen at which point the shell hardens yeah also you've which got to get involved in brain size and whether they have that concept of pain but yes but that would make sense why it tapered off at the end because the sphincter like chops it off <laughs> i really feel like we've peaked <laughs> if people say to me what what's your podcast about i'll be like well this week we discuss chicken sphincters so beat that but yeah that could be why i don't know there's probably there is a chicken farmer laundrette so oh he might tell us is yeah. there pain involved is the ticker we do the egg float test we put it in water yeah also when i used to keep my horses they had chickens and they used to smash the eggs if they just found random eggs in stables because you didn't know how long they'd been there for sometimes there'd be little embryos in there that was unpleasant but yeah the egg floating test is a good one when i had a pet owl i told you about my pet owl <laughs> i can't imagine it ended well i must have told you my pet owl story no. i must have told you barney the barney because of the whole pigeon incident which took you rather by surprise what pigeon incident a pigeon in your driveway oh yeah the pigeon <laughs> you didn't take that well <laughs> wouldn't piss off i'd like you stay with us for like 36 hours anyway when i was about 13 my dad had a pet barn owl called barney yeah I got it from a chick and it was, it used to live in the house. It had like a little <clears throat> enclosure outside, but it used to sort of hop into the house. And I always remember my dad eating his tea and Barney hopping onto the kitchen table and just sitting next to him. It was quite cute. Sure. That um, is cute. But you'd have to, you had to give them, you'd buy bags of frozen Dale chicks. Yeah. And it was my job to defrost a couple in the microwave yeah and chop them up and give them to barney right now yeah as they were day old chicks they still had the yolk sack inside their tummy yeah when you cut them up they used to burst the yolk sack like oh yeah that's going to put you off chickens but this oh. is not that sort of story the story is right so <laughs> barney was actually a girl and she obviously grew up and quite a sizable girl. Um, yeah. And we had a house and the, my bedroom and I had a bathroom were in the eaves and we had a Velux window. And one day I sat on the, on the toilet having a poo. Yeah. <laughs> Great big owl. She was quite aggressive at this point. Lands yeah. on the Velux. Right, and then yeah. in to the toilet. So I'm sat on the loo, and then her wings go out, full wingspan, and she starts yeah. with the neck from side to side, and she starts going <sighs> like she was about to attack me. So I'm on the loo going, Dad, Dad, 
But anyway, you came and rescued me. I was absolutely pooing myself, quite literally. And um, we didn't, <laughs> didn't last long. The owl got rehomed. Did she? Just because of threatening you while she was on the loop, while you were on the loop? What had happened was, we thought, I can't remember because it was so many years ago, but we, we lived opposite Tatton Park in Cheshire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And my dad phoned the park keeper who knew a man, right? Who knew about owls. So he came and spoke to my dad and he was like, basically, no. I don't know what it was. Something about the fact that she was a female. And they, they, they gave her to like some bird of prey centre. She would be much happier where she was. Yeah. This sounds very much like he knows the man about owls. He's, you know, she's gone to live on a farm in the countryside. Did, Actually. I, ever, did I ever tell you about my dad and the snake for my 13th birthday? Yes. <laughs> we were, well, I love snakes. No. And like, we're well, totally up for that. I have to tell the laundrettes now. So when I was 13, I've still got a massive phobia of snakes. <clears throat> I, well, I can't remember why we first discussed this. It was something to oh, do with... Oh, it was Karen. Yeah. Original OG laundrette. She... Her brother has a... It's not even a reptile shop, is it? It's the sanctuary or something. Anyway, and she was going to take us to show us. And I was... I mean, I still am. She will. I will go one day. She. I'm super excited. But you were like, I'm scared of the snakes. And then this story came out. And I, I kind of get it most of the time. I tell you that you're a Wally. But I, I picture this happening to me with a spider. And I'm. It's my 30th birthday and the door went. So I opened the door and there was this lady with a hole door. Right. And what had happened was, so my mum and dad owned a fish and chip shop. This lady used to come into my mum and dad's fish and chip shop every Friday night with a hold all that she would push up the queue with her foot. And so one week, curiosity got the better of my dad. And my dad was like, what's in your hold all? She went, it's a python. He said, a python? She went, yes, because it's my job. And he said, what do you do? I'm an exotic dancer. Oh. And then the other <laughs> person that my dad <laughs> thought was... Oh, it's my little girl's 13th birthday coming up. She's scared of snakes, couldn't do us a favour. So there's this woman stood on my doorstep with her python in her back, right? Bring it into the living room. My dad is like, well, I'm curing you of your phobia. So she gets this snake out. She puts it round my neck. And honestly, I was just, oh, I can't, honestly, Chippy, I can still feel it now. So heavy and so dry. It's just dry, dry and heavy. Yeah. Anyway, they're lovely. My mum took a couple of pictures, and then the thing tried to escape up the chimney. So then we shooed off. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And um, the picture. Thanks for inviting an exotic dance around my child's birthday party. The photos never turned out. You know when you used to go to. Because it was back before, and they used to stick that quality control sticker over it. Yeah, <laughs> you being like, <laughs> it's always the best pictures that had the quality control sticker on. I, remember, I used to love going to collect your photographs. Yeah, it was such. A also, I went the other day. We had one of the teachers was leaving a year ago. This time a year ago, and I had to get. Literally, like the day before, everyone was like, "Let's all put make make a photo album for her. She'll love it." And, and it's like, right, well, who's going to do that? Oh, it's me. Apparently, it's me. I'm going to do that. So, 
we um I was in I had to the only pair I couldn't do it online obviously so I had to go to snappy snaps and there's still that smell of like you know the smell yeah oh, it's nothing like film I've actually got one that I need to get developed but I just I don't know that I'm strong enough to take it in and be like this film developed please like the 90s we found when we moved um we found an old school really old school camera and it had a film in it so every now and again i've just been taking pictures they'll probably all be grainy and quality control stickers <laughs> i quite like it yeah i used to like that but i prefer current the current situation why what lockdown? <laughs> oh. oh no! I I don't. Oh, so no. I much prefer like being able to um, see immediately proof. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's nicer being able to see see what's going on. Yeah, because like when you used to take selfies. Yeah. They were like. And then it was just the top of your head. Yeah, because you never In know. In my case, <laughs> it would have been like mostly your boobs and your chin and then some more of your boobs in the top of my head and my fringe. That would be like a classic selfie. <laughs> so what have you been up to? I've had, I feel like I've had quite a dramatic time. I feel like I need to... And, well, it's been weed slash sage, flooring... I haven't done anything. I've got my course. I'm doing my course, which means that I'm doing a lot of um, Googling of photos. I have to look at all the photos of stuff so that I can identify them. So I've been looking at abscesses, carbuncles, uh, smallpox. Carbuncle and an abscess. <clears throat> a carbuncle is, oh, oh, an abscess is where the tissue has been destroyed and then it's filled with pus. Limp. Whereas carbuncle, not necessarily limb. Oh, damn it. Right. <laughs> it's bacteria, so it's all bacterial infection. And then a carbuncle is like a mass of boils. So you know how you have a boil? A carbuncle is like a cluster of boils. Some of the fit pictures. Some of the pictures last night, look at MRSA, anyone who likes gross stuff, MRSA abscess some of the stuff was so bad oh she's googling it some of the stuff was so bad that I had to call my husband over to have a look just so both of us had seen it because I was like I've, I've got that thing it's a condition don't ever put it into um google I think and I can't remember the name but someone says someone's it where it's like a fear of patterns in nature or oh, it gives me the shits like literally it goes it, it begins with a T. Try cockophobia or something. Try. Don't Google it. Okay, laundrettes. Do not Google it. Do not Google it. Tell us what it is, so we don't have to Google it. Fear of patterns in nature, and it's repulsive. It makes me feel repulsed. And sometimes I will have nightmares about recurring patterns, like honeycomb. Yeah. But like, not honeycomb. So, like, what people have done on the internet is they have taken patterns like honeycomb and they yeah. superimposed it onto like a skin to, to make it look like a skin condition. 
and and I remember the first time I saw it, it's making me itch. The first time I saw it, it, it and oh, Chippy, do not. Oh, Gary, do not. Oh, come on, I've been looking at carb. No, no, no. It's like, it's like, it's like it, it can have everlasting effects on your brain. What it has, is it called? Try, try popophobia. Do not. Go it's down. an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. <laughs> it's not officially recognised as a mental disorder, but may be diagnosed as a specific phobia if excessive fear and distress occurs. That's <laughs> what happens. Don't look at the pictures, Chippy. Get a look at the pictures. Do you know what? As usually the most mentally incapable of both of us, I fully okay with this i get what you mean it's not comfortable but i'm okay oh, no, with it oh i can oh someone's done one with donald trump's face oh it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> um what were we talking about try try popophobia i would like to say as a disclaimer please if you are of a squeamish nature please 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 don't google it because it, it, it really bothered me. Don't share your screen with me, Chippy. I can't. You're not going to, are you? Stop it. I can see. No, now I'm looking at carbuncles. Oh. Yeah, they're all. Now, I'm really itchy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, I've spent a lot of my week doing exactly what we've just done, which is to Google something and then go, oh, oh, oh. Um, and I'm really cross with myself because I started off the year really well by when I was walking, doing my 10,000 steps a day. I was listening to, I was listening to Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, which is so good that I might listen to it again. Um, I'm now listening to Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. Um, but I was listening to these self-help books and just being very calm and then today I stomped around um listening to all killer no filler and googling serial killers <laughs> I was like this is not this week has definitely been more about assists and I am um, serial killers than meditation and cracked and said I want I want a peloton bike <gasps> will yeah. you use it Gemma I feel like a mum at Christmas will you use it though it's a three-month waiting list that's what I oh, do. Yeah, just make more bi bikes. Just make more bikes. You don't have to. They're quite expensive. They're like £2,900 for a bike. Can you not just get a normal bike and have yeah. your phone? So, just I'm thinking, right? Do I really want to spend that? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I haven't got the money to pay it. So you pay like £50 a month. Yeah. I mean, you're not... <laughs> I mean, you're not going on holiday. I mean, I'm really, really, I can't tell you how much I miss the gym. Really. But, but, but what's the difference? I so went for me. The other day and slipped over on my bum on the ice. I almost broke a hip. Yeah. So, you know, I said to Mike, I think my running career might be coming to an end. So I thought, well, I'll get, the, I'll get a bike. And you can do, you can, the, you get the Peloton app, it's £12 a month. And you can, you can like do the classes. Yeah, I used to do at the gym was I used to put my phone on the floor of the gym and just get on a normal exercise bike. Yeah, but um, now I've fallen down a whole of exercise bikes and even there, like got like a two or three week waiting list. 
you can get a normal exercise bike see how you go and then you can always get the peloton later and sell your bike i just can't see gyms opening anytime soon they're not going to be opening because they want to get the schools open so why would you open the gyms they'd be uproar oh because but is there any sense <laughs> they're probably i mean garden centers are still open i just can't see them opening the gym and I can't think of anything worse than Peloton. I do the Gillian Michaels every morning and sometimes I press skip intro. She goes, oh, oh, okay, then you don't have to yeah, listen to that. Sure. Don't make a habit of it or something. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck you, I don't need to listen to you talk, woman. It makes me really angry. I'm like, I don't, what, what are you telling me in the intro that I need to listen to? She's quite feisty. She is, but I don't need, I'm feisty. Yeah, really that. Pisces don't make a righty. <laughs> Should I tell you what's really bad? I, I, I really love it because I'm about to start doing power yoga because that makes me hurt. Um, I don't like the fact that Joe's got really into it and um, I now have to do my exercise with him like <laughs> next to me. You know when they say breathe out, you know, if you're doing a sit-up, mm -hmm. they breathe out as you contract to get the maximum. Yeah. And so I breathe out like a normal person and he'll be like. <gasps> it's got, you're at lockdown stage where your husband breathing is annoying you now. I, I would be like that for 15 years. Literally, Jim the other day was like, I can't sit here because the chewing's so loud. And I was like, see, it's not just me. It's me and Jim. <laughs> it's me and Jim who can't live with other people. Um. I said yeah. something like that, I can't remember what it was. I was like, well, I'll just go and live with Chippy. Me and Chippy can live together. And Mike said, <laughs> we'd kill each other. I don't think we would. No, I think we'd be fine, actually. I think no, when to retreat. I don't think we'd ever see each other. We'd probably see each other at, at meal times only. <laughs> Hello, we would. I think. I think we'd be all right, actually. <laughs> I think we'd have a very strict delegation of the house. And I think that's part of the problem is that literally I just have four men in my house that follow me around asking me questions <sighs> all the time. And I think you and I would probably be like, see you later, okay, bye. Get, go off and do something. You could say, do you want to take dog a walk? And I'd be like, no, Gemma, not today. And you'd be like, okay. Maybe the sound of you sweating on your Peloton would drive me bonkers, but I don't think so. You'd probably say, you can use my noise cancelling earphones but they don't work do they not damned <laughs> what happened why they were so inexpensively cheap <laughs> normal earphones i can still hear my kids i want my money back <laughs> have you asked for your money back no but i do look i do look like britney Spears with them on did you think that those were noise cancelling earphones yeah I've never seen noise cancelling earphones with a Britney mic on. Hello, help desk, can I help you? Is that why you got it? Did you get them because of the microphone? I can see you on your Peloton. Take down the note. Note to Chippy. I can't think of anything to say, but I've got my headset on and I'm on my Peloton. That's what I can imagine happening. 
that episode of Ab Fab where, where she's in the flotation tank. You ever seen that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she goes, and she wakes up and she goes to see Bubble and she's like, Bubble, what do you do? I don't know. Get paid. Like that, because when <laughs> she's, she's in the flotation tank, she dreamt that everyone was really super efficient. Yeah. Favorite episodes. I love that episode. Um, I left a voice note for my team the other day, and they were just like, "We can't take you seriously because you're like Eddie from Amphan." Who's your celebrity that you get told you like the most? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Please let it be someone hilarious. My mom. Yeah. Thanks. Sandra. I thought that was your answer. No, my mom. <laughs> I look like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't see that. No. Um, when I was out one day and quite young, um, this gentleman came to me and told me that I looked like Sigourney Weaver from Working Girl. You know, when, oh, from Working Girl. When, when I've got my curly hair. Yeah, the river I, 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 I got told I look like Joan Cusack from Working Girl. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> You look like Anna Kendrick. Mm. Um, I don't really get told. Of, <clears throat> people say I look like that organised mum sometimes. <laughs> you look like that organised mum. I get told uh, Jennifer Saunders all the time. It's more the um, exuder Jennifer uh, Saunders-esque or Edina Monsoon. Exude, and I want to say, and not on, it's not that you exude a thing, aura, that's it, an aura. You exude an aura of Jennifer Saunders, no, Betty Monsoon. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about because she's a shit show, isn't she? <laughs> she's hilarious. I think okay, this is going to come out wrong, but like, she's so okay, that's not the right word. <laughs> We can have a falling out live on Energetically chaotic. Yeah. Extremely endearing. I think, like, Ambab was one of my favourite things to watch ever. I'd probably be sappy in this dynamic. (laughs) It's amazing how many people are like, oh, that makes me patsy. And I'm like... No, that makes me sappy. The only people I've met who are patsies are quite uh, far gone. Um... Yeah, I think it's because I watched so much of it when I was little. I think now I'm just inherently. Um, Is it gone in like osmosis? Yeah, that's it. There's they just part of me that. Saunders, French, and Saunders. Have they? Really it's on. Not as good as ours, by the way, everybody. Ovs. Um, Chat shit. I... At least we have a running order. <laughs> At least, I mean, how can they be better than us? Uh, I need to listen to that. It's on Audible, isn't it? Yeah, let me find it. It's on Audible. Let me find the name. I, I feel like I should, you know, give them a shout out. You know, just give them a helping They back. might need some of our... Yeah, give them, give them a shout out. Yeah. I do get told I look like her, but she's blonde now. So Titting about. What? Dicking about. Dicking about? about oh titting about they've gone feminine there titting about 
I love, if I could meet anyone, I'm slightly scared of meeting her, actually. In fact, she had a funny story on the podcast, and I'm just going to retell it. Okay, as yours. Should we just <laughs> cut all of this and pretend it's yours? Dawn French was mm. having a dinner at the Ivy or something with some producer. I, I prefer Dawn French to get it to I have to say. I love them both like they were related to me. So Dawn was in a restaurant at the Ivy with some producer, right? And in the restaurant was, I think it was Brad Pitt. I definitely think it was Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Might not be Brad Pitt. Say Brad Pitt. Anyway, so Dawn was like, because she remember she went through that thing where she had a habit of kissing random people. Like she kissed Hugh Grant and like she would just snog them. Very like, spice. Yeah. But it wasn't random, it was um children in need. Yes. Anyway, so she said to this producer, I, but I wish I could kiss him or something like that. Wouldn't it be hilarious? Yeah. Anyway, what happened was, unbeknown to Dawn, the guy knew him. So he sent a message to Brad. And it might, oh, it's definitely sure it was Brad. Someone similar to Brad. Anyway, so Brad, out of the blue, in the middle of the ivy, just came over, snogged the face off her, right, and said really loudly, call me, like that. And apparently everyone in the Ivy was just like, like that shit, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, oh, that's amazing. Shriveled up a ball of giggles. Um, I love her. love both of them. I feel like they're institutions. A friend of mine is friends with of course. both of them. <laughs> and it's just so annoying because... I can't ever, because basically, I just want to say to him, you never have to deal with me again if I can just meet them. Then I'll just leave you alone. And we I'll don't have to be friends anymore. I'll come and carry you back. Yeah. But then I'm, but the thing is, I feel like Jennifer Saunders and I are as one. But Dawn I, French, I would be scared of. I'd be scared of Jennifer Saunders. I think she. I think you'd be fine with her because I think she'd be like me. I'd be think I'd be scared of her, but I'd be all right with um, Dawn French. I, think it's just I just want them to be my new best friend. I've got. I, like, I want her hair, and I love the way her fringe is always on a slight slope. Yeah, she's got great hair. I saw Jennifer Saunders once because um, she walks her dog in a park near me. And literally, I was just like, where is she? She's there. She's there. Oh, she's there. She's there. And Joe was just like, this is weird. You, you know actual famous people, but Jennifer Saunders walks past and you're like, <laughs> but that would be. So what's your positive of the week, Chip? It's, I mean, I'm a little bit concerned that people are going to get jealous, Gemma. I'm... I'm worried that people are going to get jealous that my lifestyle will seem too rock and roll, that it may really show a disparity between my celebrity podcasting lifestyle and everyone else's. So we'll just go for it. You... We'll exit out if necessary. Okay. I bought some new pajamas uh, and some new slippers. So 
I vowed at the beginning of the year to not buy any new clothes. Everything's going to be secondhand. I love um, that. Well, because I've, just, I've got stuff. I bought quite a lot in the last lockdown, but I bought stuff that I really had wanted for ages or needed. And now... What? Is that jumper vintage? No. So I made this vow because I finally felt like I had stuff. I think it's also that thing of having had your last baby. And you're like, now I'm buying clothes that are going to fit me. They're not like my post-baby clothes. They're not my maternity clothes. They're my clothes. And so I did quite a lot of shopping. And I was like, I don't actually need to do any more. And then my pair of my lovely Kath Kidston pyjamas that I've had for about 15 years have so many holes in them. And I pulled them on and one of the buttons just flew off and left a hole. And I was like these need replacing and I and I just was a bit like I'm not sure I want to do secondhand pajamas and as the last pair lasted 10 years I'm just going to get a new pair of pajamas so I got a new pair of pajamas and then the entire sole fell off my slippers so I bought a new pair of slippers and then my mum sent me this lovely new cardigan because she can't see us so she sent me and my sister these lovely soft warm cardigans so having vowed literally three weeks ago that I was not going to buy any new things. I now have new slippers on their way, new pyjamas and this new top, but I did not buy this myself. And I think, I don't know, am I wrong? Is it not a bit to buy secondhand pyjamas? Yeah, because some people might not wear knickers with them. Yeah, it's a very personal thing, isn't it? Pyjamas. Yeah. So I got new ones. Um, so that is my positive. I'm actually genuinely excited about my new pyjamas. I've tried them on. They're really soft um I'm also I do need I've got holes in my bras so I've started this whole thing on my Facebook group about where people buy their bras from I didn't expect quite so many answers but there's a lot going on so I might buy new bras so I think new underwear is fine and new pajamas fine but everything else if I want something it's going to be secondhand I have bought a secondhand jumper a vintage jumper what's your positive week so um ripping up the floor no, I have decided. I have decided to unplug from the matrix. Right. Um, because I had another little bit of a rant um, with Mike, and I hate not feeling in control of my life and my destiny. Right? Yeah. So from now on, I'm just going to pretend it's 1952. Yeah. Okay. What will this entail? I don't have to watch any telly. I don't right. listen to the radio. I'm just going to pretend none of it's happening and live in my own little world. Oh, I've been doing that for some time. It's really nice. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>